Hey there, Scrappers. Jeff here with a pre-intro intro to give y'all a heads up about this week's release and those of the next few weeks to follow. Due to illnesses, etc., I volunteered to run the next round of McFib, our bonus content, in order to save the voices of my fellow castmates. So, starting today and for the next handful of weeks, I'll be running the rest of the cast through a Pathfinder 2nd Edition one-shot. So, we will return to Book 4 as soon as we can, but in the meantime, I hope you enjoy our playthrough of Mark the Mantis, written by John Compton. Captain Lundeen of the Absalom City Guard let out an exasperated sigh. You mean to tell me that another Petal District Counselor's turned up dead? Nervous under the withering gaze, the guard stammered as he answered. Y yes Captain. It's the same cause of death as the previous victims. Uh, it was a violent murder, sir, with a serrated blade of some kind. We have eyewitness reports of Someone fleeing the scene in red leather armor with some sort of bug mask. Lundian shook his head and took a sip of coffee. Unbelievable, he thought to himself. Can't be a coincidence, he muttered. There's an election coming up, right, Hoskins? The guard, apparently named Hoskins, nodded vigorously. Yes, sir. The Petal District City Council election is in just four days. A sobering thought occurs to the captain and he gives the guard a firm look. Find out who is running in that election. Somebody's targeting these people and I don't want another death tonight. Whoever you find, try and convince them to come in under our protection until after the election. If it comes down to it, at least convince them to let us station some guards at their residence. Go. Now. Dismissed. Hoskins offers a quick salute and dashes out of the captain's office. Sundown was just a couple hours away and Everbloom Manor was bustling with activity. The aroma of freshly baked bread and fresh food filled the kitchen and wafted out into the foyer, where Hoskins stood face to face with aspirational councilwoman Doatara Kalorbion. The doublewoman scoffed. <laughs> Absolutely not. Ma'am? Hoskins replied bewildered. Your life is in danger. Please reconsider. Ha! My life is always in a little danger, young man. Such is the burden of nobility. I won't be intimidated by any assassin. She took a sip of her tea and put a hand to her temple. Ugh, all this talk is giving me a headache. Hoskins steals himself and asks again, If you won't come under our protection directly, would you at least consent to letting us station guards around your residence? Doatara shook her head. No, no, no. No. Haven't I made myself clear on that? She gestures at the staff, milling about. Do you have any idea how much money and effort that's gone into this dinner party tonight? Did you see the size of that harp out in the front garden? She holds her teacup out and a server appears immediately and takes it from her hand. I have my own guards for the event. Thank you for your offer, but I must decline... Please, be on your way. I can't have anyone just bumbling about. She winces, holding a hand to her temple again, but regains her composure. I must take a moment to convalesce. Good day, sir. The guard reluctantly leaves, heading out of the manor's front door as Doatara walks through the gallery and up a staircase to her room. Her hand never leaves her temple as she walks, until she's safely inside her room. She shuts the door, looks in the mirror, 
and smiles. This is Pot Against the Machine. Jimmy Fame presents Bonus Against the Machine, More Pod for Your Bod, sponsored by Charlie the Lizard Folks Chicken Emporium, More Cluck for Your Buck. Back behind the GM screen, it's me, hello, I'm Jeff, and with me, as per the usual, are the rest of the Pod Against the Machine cast. We're going to be playing this Pathfinder 2nd Edition one-shot adventure mark of the mantis and i'll encourage please the players to introduce both themselves and their pre-gen characters with whom they are very very familiar why don't we start at the top left of my skype window usually he plays a rat on the internet but tonight he's not ladies and gentlemen zach hey everyone that's me Zach, known known Pathfinder 2nd Edition player, lover, and uh, all-around rule savant of the system, who is vamping to pull up his character's last name. Yeah, so I'm Zach. I normally play Brixby on the main pod. And tonight, I will be playing um, Jacob Chris. And I don't know how much to tell you about him, but the doctor is in. Excellent. Love the mystery. Uh, clockwise next to Zach on my Skype. And it could be your Skype too at the Patreon tier. I'm just kidding. Uh, Izzy. <laughs> Patreon tier B and Izzy. Yeah. Come on in. Join the Skype. You can be one of the other 14 me's. Um, but for now, just the one me. I usually play Kira. Today I'm playing uh, Italian. He's a very firm, strict man, doesn't speak a whole lot, but uh, gets the job done. He's out here with these rookies, just um, just, just kicking it, I guess. And he's wearing a mask of looks like a bug. Or maybe he is a bug, who can say? Who can say indeed? I can, but I won't. Ooh. Everyone's doing a really good job building up the suspense. <laughs> We say nothing about our characters. Clockwise continuing. He has a voice. He's usually using most of them on the main pod. Sam. Hi. I am indeed Sam. And I normally do have a voice. But right now, I am racked by plague. So um, I will, instead of playing all of the assorted NPCs and villains of the world, be playing Zaya Anstablet. Normal human police officer? Or, you know, not that. But maybe that. Who can say? <laughs> I'm so here for this. Last and certainly not least, Jero. Hello, Jero. And I will be playing uh, Kangir, the uh, dwarven mercenary who her amazing Scottish accent is going to lose us all of our UK viewers. And listeners, I am sure. Yeah, the viewers that are paying the Patreon tier and the listeners, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we know you're all there watching. We're not exactly sure. Those Highland Izzies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to lose all of the Rats family, uh, our Scottish listeners. No. <laughs> oh, so we heard something about a bug person, a mercenary. What's going on here, you ask? happy to tell you so the premise of this adventure mark of the mantis is that the red mantis assassin organization is pretty notorious throughout galarian and they are devotees of achakek that's just what i'm pronouncing it as because i'm the gm now look at Bless me you. 
I am the GM now. Uh, and often take on the visage of uh, Mantis, sort of their mask, kind of the, all this red armor, very red ensemble, serrated weaponry. And they, despite being assassins, are they don't just go out killing people willy-nilly. They don't like to leave a mess behind. They are tidy, efficient, targeted assassins. And there was this incident in Absalom and there's some council members that are murdered and the surviving council member goes and says oh it was these red mantis assassins I saw one running away uh, and to which the leadership of the red mantis assassins said slander libel no thank you let's go ahead and have that person killed for for sullying our reputation. We're not just going to leave a big mess everywhere. That's not our style. And a party of four Red Mantis assassins, Atelion, Jacob, Zia, and a gnomish friend of theirs who has a name that starts with a T and has on the wrong page, Tescorbito, were sent to meet up and plan their infiltration to assassinate this Doatara Kelorbion. However, Atelion, Jacob, and Zia are waiting, and Tescorbido never shows up. They have a task. It's kill Diotara by midnight. And at the tavern where they find themselves they are met by Kangir the dwarf who is a former employee current employee of Diotara and doesn't like that person says kind of hey I, I know what's up can I join in on this murder please considering themselves short a person the three uh, assassins said sure why not Let's all go do a murder. And the four of them, the four of you, party members, now find yourselves uh, at the, in this private dining room of a cafe and wine bar known as the Caliphas Dream. And they specialize in Ustalavic dumplings. Uh, so that's going to be delightful. Uh, the owner, named Derig, He's paid well by the Red Mantis, an organization, to kind of keep things quiet and turn turn away, not give a mind to the fact that occasionally assassins might come in, have some dumplings, and plan a murder. And so you find yourselves uh, sitting there together, the four of you, and two platters of dumplings slide onto the private dining room's low table, Derek, the tight-lipped halfling, reports chicken and leek, plus the three mushroom special. Um, still no sign of your gnome. Uh, and he kind of offers a shallow bow and withdraws, letting early afternoon light spill into the main room uh, before he closes the door. Already, the mission has complications. Tescorbido, the gnome alchemist, fellow assassin, has not appeared to join the infiltration team as ordered. Instead, the resourceful mercenary, Kangir, arrived this morning having anticipated the Red Mantis' vendetta against Doatara and wants a piece of the action. You know, the enemy of my enemy and all that. By now, though, part of the day is already gone. The Verni, the ruling body of the Red Mantis assassins, they gave you orders to gather intelligence, plan the attack, and strike after nightfall, felling Doatara before midnight. There's enough light left in the day for each team member to perform two significant tasks. Now the only question is, where to begin? And so each of you will, in fact, get the opportunity to do two things prior to the heist, the mission, whatever you want to call it, 
the infiltration, if you will, of the Everbloom Manor, where Doatara lives. Throughout these activities, you might gain what are called edge points in this module, something that, by preparing for a specific thing or encounter or circumstance, might give you a benefit if you do, in fact, encounter it. And I can let you know what all of these preparation activities are. Things you can do to prepare. Prepare tools for assassination. <laughs> so some whatever specialty tool you might come up with, a particular type of crowbar to get in a you know, specific sort of window, forging an invitation to the party that's happening tonight, things like that uh, would require a crafting check and might grant you an edge if that situation occurs. From the information gathering standpoint, you can uncover Doatara's secrets and either with a diplomacy, an intimidation, or a society check, if you have a relevant lore, I might you know, be willing to let that go as well. You could do that to gather information that might help you learn more about your target. Similarly, you can try and uncover any information about the manor itself with the same sorts of gather information roles. You could try and plan ahead to have a timely distraction be coinciding with your infiltration. And that would be either deception, performance, religion, or society. And you can just kind of scope things out, try and get a lay of the land of the manor itself. And that is more your perception, stealth, survival, or warfare lore. <laughs> and uh, you could, lastly but not le leastly, definitely a word, try and swipe some keys to the manor from somebody you might encounter around town. Uh, that would be a thievery check. And whether you find any keys at all or, you know, the key with a capital K, you know, it's all up to the dice. Some of these can only be done a total of two times, but basically all of, all of the other ones, you could each do them once or twice. There's no real limit otherwise. So... Assassins and and friend. <laughs> What's your plan? Well, I think we need to work out as assassins what our creed is first of all. Mm. Uh, wearing big hoods, standing at the very top of things, and then leaping into a wagon full of hay. Mm -hmm. I'm down for that. I like birds. Somehow blending into a crowd despite being dressed completely different than the rest of them and wielding knives. Punching. Yaka looks around at everybody um, <clears throat> around the group um, and says, So, I, I, I have worked with some of you, and, and, and one of you is his new friend. Um, I could either put eyes on the location or perhaps contribute to a distraction of sorts. Kind of cradling his uh, silver holy symbol. Um, mechanically, pretty okay at perception with the 13. Um, and I could then after that potentially run some sort of religious distraction. I don't know if that's like getting the vapors and like handling snakes or what exactly but imagining <laughs> those things that the priests swing full of incense and just oh like a sensor yeah <laughs> yeah i just have a sensor yeah, yeah yeah absolutely well honestly that would be uh incredibly on brand for this character it was kind of close to what i was thinking there hmm. we go go ahead and smack some folks in the face we can talk about why but yeah there's a little, little red mist situation around the the um the silver holy symbol, maybe as he says that. Um, and yeah, looks to everybody else. What, what is everybody else thinking? 
good, I too wanted to contribute to a distraction. As we all know, my distracting abilities are decent and should be put to use. I'd like to speak to some of the locals as well, see if they have any ideas on who exactly we're talking about here. It's uh, very rare people are able to, let's say, resist my charms. Of course, and how could they? I have a plus 13 intimidate. Yeah. I've uh, spent plenty of time around the city stealing. Uh, most recently in the employ of... Yeah, I know it's awful. It's the worst attempt at an accent. I don't know why I decided to try it, but I'm going to keep doing it. Most recently uh, in the employ of uh, Mr. Otara. And I think I can maybe, from the knowledge I have of her and my uh, thieving abilities, maybe try and uh, find us a way in or find us one of those keys. I do have a plus 12 to thievery and a plus 10 to stealth. You, girl. Hosea will say, um, I believe my talents would be best used scoping out the manor house before the party. I don't believe anyone will see me if I don't want to be seen. Trained you well. Mechanically speaking, I have a plus 14 to stealth. How's that thievery? Thievery is only a, a plus 12. <laughs> that is significantly better than my three. <laughs> I don't know how everyone else's thievery is. Like. I don't have a thievery? Yeah. I did not know that was a skill. I've never thieved anything in my life. You might want to might want to try to snatch those keys. Yeah, there's there's not a limit on on that particular one. So if so each of you can do up to two things. You could always hold one of those, you know, wait till you've scoped out and then from there decide whether Zia wants to swipe keys or come up with a a tool to help her later. Uh, it sounds like, though, each of you knows at least one, if not two, things that you want to do. So, who wants to go first? I think... I've just forgotten my name. Hang on. Italian will stand without saying a word and just leave? <laughs> nice. That was rude doesn't care he's lawful evil um i'm looking for someone who has maybe had a little bit too much to drink but not so much that they wouldn't be able to tell me true things if i scare them sure and you were wanting to learn more about doatara if i remember correctly correct yeah so are you looking inside this kind of wine bar are you going out into the streets where's italian going um, out into the streets in a neighboring alley, if I could find somewhere just a little bit subtle. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's, that is easy enough. Right now, y'all are in Eastgate. I misspoke earlier. You're adjacent to the Petal District. So Eastgate is not quite as fancy. You're sure to find, easily enough, a, a gentleman who's just kind of idly shuffling some cards kind of leaning up against a wall in the alley. He looks a little bit like he's listing to his side, maybe exactly the type of inebriated person you were hoping for. And if you want to go ahead and roll that intimidation check, you sure can. You could even do it right from your sheet. Ooh, right from my if sheet. You, if you want to, you don't have to. Physical dice were always allowed in my games. Let's try it. Um, so I think uh, Italian walks up to this man shuffling cards and says, Not safe. Uh, nope. Don't like that. Not a good card. Night. Mm, one more time. Not a good night for cards, friend. What can you tell me about Doatara? And we'll roll intimidate. Just says it in the super scariest way. Skills? Intimidation. Roll. Ooh, that's a three on the die for a 16. Okay, that's embarrassing. This guy just kind of shrugs at you. He's like, Doatara, the female deer. Hmm, I don't know. I think it's fine night for cards. 
Okay. Well, that failed. Unfortunately, yeah, you don't get any information. The good news is you didn't critically fail, but he's not hes not scared. Yeah, you, you get the impression that this particular individual is unlikely to be able to provide information, so your, your task that you were hoping to gain info about Doatara was not successful. Okay, so I walk back into the bar and say, thought I left my car running. Sorry about that. <laughs> and we'll sit back down. <laughs> Yaka, who got up out of deference when Atelian left, um, is going to look around and say, well, you cannot catch a fish without casting. And uh, thinks about what his mentor said about finding somebody who's maybe in their cups and puts on a performative sort of tipsy swagger and goes out to survey Doatara's uh, property with a perception check. Uh, that's an eight off the die for a 21. Okay. You, Jacob, are successful in sort of avoiding notice and able to perceive some information about a man war. I don't know why I had to say that word so weird. <laughs> Manor. It's just manor, M-A-N-O-R and M-A-N-N-E-R. English is just the worst. However, in Jacob's inventory, you do in fact have a spyglass, which I do is of benefit in this particular activity, it lets you observe even more. And because of that, you, in fact, get the benefits of a critical success without having to even roll the critical success. So I'm going to provide you with an a map that you were able to sort of sketch out uh, I am going to pop this map up into the journal. So you get a good look at the grounds. Uh, <laughs> the adventure somehow just gifts you with the ability to know where walls and doors are internally. That's how useful that spyglass is. <laughs> spyglass. You even know the pattern of the rugs on the ground inside. It's yeah, impressive. Yeah, it's... It's wild. X-ray spyglass. I mean, never leave home without it. Yeah. And what is? Oh, that's the second story of that tower. That's like an exploded view. I get what that is now. Well, no, I took the the variant ancestry dolphin and echolocated all of this. It's fine. I just kick, 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 kick. It's the sound. <laughs> dolphin sounds. Echolocate. <laughs> With your critical success, you learned. As far as you could tell, there when you were there, there was you saw six different guards on duty. You would guess that there there's going to be between ten and twelve probably during the event tonight. You think most will probably be probably be patrolling the grounds, but that nice flat roof is likely to have some sort of guard presence as well. Uh, in addition. You learned that, speaking of the roof, there's a hatch towards the north that will let you get up on uh, into the manor from the roof. Uh, looks like you, you could even spot, with that incredible perception, a ladder stowed in the bushes east of the tower. Uh, and you could even see on the roof that there's two skylights that probably couldn't support a human's weight, but could be a, a method of entry. And what's weird is you also notice that despite the beautiful vegetation, all these flowering bushes, uh, some of those should be in bloom, but all of the red flowers that you'd expect to see there have been pruned. And there's... You could even spot in the garage 
that's not the right word, in the garbage, there's a bee there. Uh, several red blankets and tapestries were just kind of all thrown away. So kind of a, not necessarily sure what to do with that, but that's what you notice. Are you like, I accuse the red mantis of something and am going to get rid of all of my red items because, hmm? I don't know. All right, um, so Jakob comes back, uh, like correcting his drunkard stumble um, and uh, reports that to the group at the end of his turn. Well done. Thank you. That's not so great. I'm not impressed. I mean, can we even act on any of that? I mean, like a total map of the place. I mean, it, you don't want to make it too easy. <laughs> so, Jakob uh, looks back at Zia. It might not be actionable for someone of your skills, Zia, but I think uh, Telion and I will know what to do. Even the dwarf can figure it out, no? They have a name. Enough with the bickering. We have work to do. All right. I'll just... One moment, please. I'll blow this thing wide open. Let me go get some keys to the manor. And uh, I think Zia will exit the bar and, and go off in search of one of those six guards that has been previously scoped out from non-actionable intel um, in hopes of stealing a set of keys. Yeah, and Akachek is is with you all uh, one of those guards even uh, comes in to pick up a to-go order of dumplings and <laughs> nice. you might be able to bump into them on their uh, on their way out with a thievery check we'll see how well that goes it's gonna be a natural 20 I'm nice. willing it into the universe oh okay. oh, oh oh no you shouldn't <laughs> have willed it oh no so everyone does start with a hero point. Totally up to you. You can let that critical fail ride, or you can reroll the hero point. This feels like pretty early to burn a hero point, but at the same time, um, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna gonna try that one just one more time. <laughs> so yeah, a 24 on the thievery check. The totally normal first try thievery check. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's as though you almost tripped up and actually fell into this person instead of doing the, the bump and swipe. But you managed to write yourself in the eyes of your onlooking compatriots, and you are successful in snagging a key. You don't know whether it'll open everything, but it's a key. It's a key to an Oldsmobile Laredo. In the garage that you were talking about earlier. Yes, yes, the the garage. I was hoping for a Cutlass Supreme, but we'll settle. Yeah, can't be picky. Got the arrow point already. Yeah, success. Oh, which then brings us to the Lady Dwarf herself. Okay, so she's also hoping to get a key, but in her case, uh like to ask in her uh backstory it mentions that she had been uh unwittingly working for uh, Dortara and discovered that that's who she was working for after a botched job or not a botched job she completed a job and when she went to go get payment and said somebody showed up and tried to kill her instead she uh beat that person and uh, got out of them the information of who she was actually working for and what's going on. And I didn't know if possibly I could use the information that she knows both from her prior work and from torturing this hapless hitman to go up to another guard and use a deception check to maybe convince them that she's also here working security as her job as a mercenary and possibly bum a key from them that she knows will open the doors they want to open. Yeah, you could certainly give that a shot. I am 
on board with such a thing. And would that be a deception? I can also do diplomacy, but since she's lying through her teeth, I'd say that's probably deception. Yeah, it's going to be a deception against their kind of perception DC. Okay. Yeah, they're the same role. Hey, that is a 28. Okay. Yeah, that was not a gimme. And you are successful in kind of convincing this guard. Uh, it's It's a different guard who also came in for dumplings. Uh, just because otherwise. Yeah, I worried that if it was the correct key, that, uh, the other one swiped that, oh yeah, I'll give it, wait a minute, where'd my key? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thankfully, uh, word has gotten out about the Caliphas dream, and uh, not so much that you couldn't do your discreet sort of hubbub, but the people come for the dumplings, really. really the, the, ta- the, the people in the know it's like going to, like, you could go to Chipotle, sure, it's delicious. But if you want to go in for, like, the real stuff, uh, you are successful in getting a key. And so she will, uh, after that, she kind of, like, shares a joke with the guy, slaps him on the back, and walks back over to the table, and she goes, All right, don't know if uh, the uh, detective there is key will work, but... This one, and she flourishes it, this will get us through any door in the house. I have no idea what this accent is turning into. I apologize to (laughs) probably like six different cultures of people that I'm offending with this thing now. (laughs) Just keep going. It'll be Esperanto soon. That's all (laughs) you'll be speaking. (laughs) But yeah, she shows that key. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. So it it seems like we have a good idea of the manor, the land, and the points of entry. Uh, looks like we could still use a distraction, though. I agree. What were you thinking? Well, you know, I... Uh, Believe he who walks in blood will help us here. And accordingly, I will call upon Ochekek for this distraction. You have my blessing. Thank you. I am going to attempt to roll towards a distraction using my religion. Using my religion. Can I apply my stipe bonus? Yes, your Michael stipe <laughs> bonus. Your stipend, if you will. Oh no, I said too much. Perhaps not enough, because I got a 28. Ooh. You just yeah. summon a Chaykick and he just starts rampaging <laughs> through the town. <laughs> I summon a corner. Spotlight. All right, I'm I'm gonna stop there before we get sued. But yeah, it's all right. It was just a dream. Yeah, (laughs) just a dream. (laughs) But you weren't dreaming about the blessing of your deity because you feel as though, indeed, you have you'll have some sort of edge, as though whilst outside the manor, you indeed have one edge point. And being as that is the first edge point, I will let you know that what you can do, basically, you can spend an edge point if you were to critically fail a check that might be a complication or an obstacle, something outside the manner in this case. Uh, and that will turn that critical failure to a success. Nice. My friends, I am one step closer to the edge. <laughs> And I am capable of a reroll if we fail critically. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a little little Lincoln fake out there. Um, so that is that's my turn. And I would like to contribute to the distraction because I think you said you could use a deception roll for that. Deception, performance, religion, or society. Excellent. Um, 
So again, as has become custom, Italian will stand and leave without saying anything. Um, and go look for a precarious pile of barrels. Do you have any of those? Are, are you looking to deceive a pile of barrels? <laughs> deceive Donkey Kong specifically. Trick them. <laughs> um, you make a good point. So instead, how about we deceive a group of wiry youths who look anxious? A group of anxious, wiry youths. Yeah, you think, hey, maybe that anxious group of wiry youths over there <laughs> playing hacky sack uh, might might be convincible to cause a ruckus or something this evening if you, you know, convince them to in a deceptive manner. <laughs> <laughs> they could be heroes cool, cool, cool. just for one day. Um, yeah, so Italian will wander over and observe the game for a few minutes, just sort of making approving sounds. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good good kick. Uh, and other sounds that you make at Hacky Sack. And we'll eventually wait for a pause in the game and say, I have a task for you if you all are willing. There's ten gold in it for you apiece. That is so much money in PF2E. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Infinity dollars. <laughs> yeah. We've definitely got yeah. their attention. Uh, if Whether or not they believe you, though, might might depend upon this deception roll. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. We could give you two years of your parents' salary for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll continue tonight before midnight. Wait for my signal. And when the time is right, go tell everyone that there's a fire far away. <laughs> yep. They have to go find it. <laughs> and we're just gonna hopefully get a better roll this time. I use a physical dice. Oh my god, that's a five. Uh, you know what? Those who can't teach do. No, those who can't do teach is what I meant to say. Let's just, I'm going to cut my whole part from this episode. I'm going to cut the whole thing. No. Uh, that's a five for an 18. Nope. Deception. That's a five for a 16. Okay. Are they convinced that I'm going to give them 10 gold apiece? Get beat up by a bunch of kids. <laughs> you should have joined the circle. It's going to be a lot harder to walk this one off when I come back inside the bar. <laughs> they just kind of... I mean, the the 10 gold was such an outlandishly large amount to them that they just didn't quite buy it. It's For, for those of you who have seen the... Uh, the classic documentary Austin Powers. Uh, there's some being frozen situation where you know Doctor Evil comes out, and it's you know been 30, 40 years, and he thinks he's asking for a lot of money when he says a million dollars, and they all just laugh. And then the opposite happens when he goes back in time, and then asks for like a hundred billion dollars, and it's such an outrageously large amount. To them that they also laugh this kind of splits the difference where they're, they're just like 10 gold a piece uh yeah i'll believe it when i see it dog uh and they just hack and sack and kind of you know they don't think in a mocking way in a mocking way like you know you know the way where they just kind of smirk over their shoulder as they just they you know those chuck sack. taylors do their do their good work knocking that um, All up in the air. That was in band. Just bouncing those second, beans. Yeah, that's how it goes. And a second unsuccessful venture is going to uh, pull out his sword and examine it closely and say, I I forgot I, I have to make my bed. And we'll leave and then go back into the tavern and say, I think we're just about ready. Well done, everyone. We've all contribute equally here to the task at hand and I'm proud of us 
Hands in. I'm just gonna wait for hands in. So what did you uh, accomplish, boss? What kind of question is that? Sounds as if you're doubting me. I'm just, child, wandering, you know, looking for for pointers, you know, since you're like a legend, everything. Mm. If there's time for wonder, there's time for work. Exactly. I was going to give a similar proverb. All right, you know, I've I've had about enough out of you. I'm going to, like, stab you while you're sleeping. I didn't say that. What? Um. He, (laughs) He who wonders does not a whole lot. (laughs) That's your wisdom for the day. Is that any reason there's a bunch of kids outside pointing at you and laughing through the window? They're not pointing at me. What? What? That's... (laughs) There's a funny sign behind me. He's like, (laughs) kick me sign taped to his back. So I think um, Zia will make an, att- <laughs> an attempt to gather some information on this um, party that's supposed to be going down tonight. Uh, maybe see if there's a way we can get ourselves in legitimately so that we can, you know, have more free movement about the place. Can I roll a society check for that? Yeah, Sure. All right, I'm going to roll a physical dice because um, Foundry hates me. And, uh, Fair. Uh, natural 8 for a 21. Okay, you know, you actually succeed. Uh, and kind of what you're able to do, there isn't specifically an activity of, like, gain legitimate entry to the party. Uh, but you do <laughs> society did a thing yeah I, I think what we could do there because I, I like that idea is we could turn that society into you're, you're able to find out somebody who was invited and isn't going to attend uh, and so you you know of a name that's not gonna that's on the guest list, but they're not there. So you could potentially have your you or someone else in the party claim to be this person uh, who is, of course, uh, Spiro Curry. <laughs> really? You almost got him. <laughs> All right. And Spiro Curry is, of course, very into wearing red all the time and usually bug masks as well. Yeah, uh, notoriously into such things. Uh, Which then leaves us with only one person who's yet to do a second activity, and that is the dwarven mercenary Kangir. Okay, so we have one successful distraction, one unsuccessful distraction, two keys, and somebody who thinks they can get gain entry in a more legitimate way. Uh, so other than steal another key or make another distraction, what other options do we still have for activities? Yeah, so... So far, we you have yet to uncover anything about uh, Doatara herself. You would know, you might know A some bit, kind yeah. of hearsay. Then uh, there's also, uh, if somebody wanted to prepare a particular tool with a crafting check based on the info you have. Could I do either a crafting check or a thievery check to try and, I'm assuming that there may be something within my thieves tools to make copies of this key. Like when I have like blank keys, I could cut like, so that we could all have a copy of this. Uh, yeah. I mean, that seems reasonable to me. You, you don't know for certain, 
what the key you have actually opens. Uh, but... In fact, would I be able to make copies of mine? And, well, I don't know. I, I don't know realistically. I Like, probably realistically, you would have, like, one blank key in a thieves toolkit. But I was going to say, would I be able to make, like, three copies of each of ours? Or is that, like, stretching the... What we might possibly have on us in terms of preparedness? Yeah, I, I think what we'll do is we'll say roll that crafting check and... I, I have an idea of how to pl- move that forward based on your result. And I'm going to roll in Foundry because it gave me a natural 19 last time. Well, that's not terrible. That's a 22. What, what you realize is the key that you grabbed looked like it was maybe a well-used key that would work, but maybe it, maybe it wouldn't have been the stealthiest key maybe you had a risk of it breaking and you're able to craft uh, a copy of that key with your toolkit that you know on the one hand it could be a secondary key but it also might just you know, give you an edge point uh, for gain for an obstacle such as uh, gaining entry with that key Oh, I was going to say, I think also she would uh, give the original, like, slightly more beat-up key to Atelian and just say, uh, I guess uh, I should call you a boss. Uh, here is, uh, this is, uh, I have no idea what this accent is, uh, but here is the uh, key I got off that guard. I made a copy for myself, but I figured you should have the original just in case we have to split up or anything. Yes. Thank you, young lady. As the prophet says, he who has a key can go in lots of places as long as that key opens the door to those places. As we know. Very specific. Very succinct. It fits on a flower petal. We're all stunned in silence at Mm -hmm. really the the power and the pithiness of that saying. Uh, Sorry. Uh, at this point, Jakob's probably pretty hungry, so we're housing those remaining dumplings. I have to imagine Ustalavic dumplings are like uh, like Peroshki, Vereneshki, like right, like Eastern European, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. right? So probably... Just so many onions. Yeah, so many onions, got that sour cream on there, right? Uh, so he's uh, he's kind of shoveling those in and uh, takes a look at the looks at the the, the first key that uh, was produced or the first key that Kangir had and then the one that they produced and was like it is uh, quite good as they say you know first blini always quite lumpy but second one looks great and uh, when you'd look at those keys you notice in fact that you did both grab different keys so nice. cool so perhaps that was beneficial that more than one of you did such an activity it remains to be seen mm. yes the snake with many keys opens so many doors <laughs> full of them <laughs> veritable fountain of wisdom <laughs> it's amazing how you just just keep coming out with these. Oh, come on. Hey, that's, I'm just doing my job. So then it's you've got a good three hours before midnight at least. Uh, and you're at the Caliphas Dream, just right next door in the same neighborhood as this Everbloom Manor. Uh, you've each done your two activities. Are the four of you ready to begin your approach? You said we had three hours? Yep. She who wasteth time wasteth away. So let's <laughs> let's get going. No, no. That's the wrong map. It's like, no, I planned it. There were tokens. They had vision, probably. It turns out if you're on the right he who loads the wrong map uh, reaps 
only bad things. As they say, my friend, uh, even grandmother can make mistake. To err is human. Yep, that's a good one. Those aren't real words. <laughs> you just copied that from somewhere. <laughs> no, straight up. That's what I've been doing the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, in absolute, like, deference and the the template of leadership as laid down by Italian he has built himself <laughs> he is there is a reason as Izzy started quoting things I pulled up quotes I was like oh of course like he absolutely loves Italian he's eager to prove that he's learned everything from them so he's just going to echo what they're saying but just a Russian version yeah <laughs> just Slavic intonation <laughs> you didn't learn anything it's crap Oh, so I placed your tokens just to give you some vision here towards the the entrance to the manor. Uh, before you, you can see there's the front garden. Uh, you hear the mellifluous sounds of a harp being played and the chatter of guests. Uh, they could you could probably spot fairly easily uh, here in the sort of southwest portion of the manor. From your scoping out earlier, you also know that there is a gate towards the back garden. Uh, so a couple ways in that you could do. From then, you have so many possibilities. Are you going through for those roof skylights? Are you grabbing that ladder from the bushes? Are you walking up as the Spiro Curry and accompanying friends? <laughs> guess you have some time to think about that because i'm going to bed hey jeff good night jeff, night, jeff. Good night, jeff. Pot Against the Machine uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by paizo incorporated used under paizo's community use policy we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content Pod Against the Machine is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. The theme for our Mark of the Mantis one-shot is Thieves Guild by Tabletop Audio. Please see the show notes for additional music licensing. If you enjoyed this, we encourage you to please leave a review. Wave recording, recording the waveforms, formless and void. Jacob, you can't use the waveforms. Character voice. I have a character voice and a human voice. Jacob, those are both lies. <laughs> Jacob, three mantises in a trench coat. Red mantis waveforms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yes. just thinking about Zorak from uh, Space Coast, Coast to Coast. <laughs> uh, Perfect. Yeah. I like to think that he was taking a look and then the uh, the hand that's by his right ear <laughs> grabs the spyglass and just pulls yes. it in front of his eye. <laughs> oh, that's delightful. For everyone that's not in our foundry tier, uh, somehow a mysterious ear was, or mysterious hand was dragged and dropped on Jakob's ear. So now it is canonically there. It is a right hand on his right ear that is currently holding this spyglass. Yeah, it's it's a real hoot. Boop. Like shared an uh, an image, and I'm like. In my head, I go, doing it. I'm jamming on Foundry. Because on Roll20, you know, you do that for enough years and it's, you don't even think about it. And now it's like, hold on. How do I add a handout? Hmm. But I did it. This is all staying in. The dog and everything. Now we'll probably cut a lot of this out. Don't cut the Foundry parts out. That's how you get a sponsorship. That's true. Boop. My tracks just oops all boops. Uh,